Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Well, our friends at Social CBD, I get lots of questions about CBD, of course. A lot of claims being made, but the science just really isn't there yet. We've all heard the anecdotes. People getting improved sleep, anti-anxiety, pain control. Live connected with an Oregon-based company that's all about quality ingredients and manufacturing standards, not hype. Previously called Select CBD, they've just relaunched their brand as Social CBD. Social CBD focuses on broad-spectrum oil, something else you probably heard about but might be confused. So let me tell you about that. Broad-spectrum oil goes beyond CBD isolate and contains additional active compounds that work together to create what is known as the entourage effect. This can more effectively deliver the calming or relaxing effects most people experience. Social CBD's broad-spectrum oils contain zero THC, so there's no high on the risks associated with cannabis. They're available in great-tasting tinctures, vanilla mint, pomegranate tea, Meyer lemon, and Social CBD products are available in a range of formulations, each of which clearly described so you can make an informed decision without all the promises that are too good to be true. To learn more, go to drdrew.com slash socialcbd. That is my website, drdrew.com slash socialcbd. For a limited time, you can save 20% at checkout with the code Dr. Drew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Drew Podcast. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get too much into all the promo stuff. I want to tell you about Fat, a documentary. It's streaming on Amazon Prime Video. It's available on Blu-ray, DVD, On Demand. Number one documentary and top ten overall on iTunes and Apple TV. Vinny Tortorich, the brains behind it. Amen. By the way, Drew. By they, the way, Vinny. They use your photo as like the lead photo over I, on Amazon. Okay, if that helps sell it, good. And, and well, it's doing something because I'll tell you what happened. Just like anything else, you know, it went to number one on, on iTunes, as you just mentioned. Yeah. At the time, Amazon was burying the movie. It, you know, the, the word documentary is in the title. <laughs> Right? Yes. They put it in action adventure. Oh, my God. Then they put it in specialty, and then they put it in rom-com. I remember you told me about this. That's crazy. Yeah. And I kept going, who hates me over there? Who? Th- there's got to be someone who hates me. because, But despite all that, it rose to the top Great. so big that they put it on Amazon Prime, and then they tell you when it gets there, hey, they, I don't know if you know this about Amazon Prime. No. They'll say the gold standard is to get to a million minutes. Of viewing. Pe- of viewing. We've killed it. As of two days ago, this is coming out <clears throat> in a week. So two days ago, it was number two on Amazon Prime that's of great. all documentaries. Oh, my God, that's great. Okay? It, it has slipped all the way up to like 50 or 60 over on iTunes. It's back at number seven. It's great. Congratulations. You know, I knew last time I talked to you. Because following. Yeah. People are following. People it. are interested in it. The last time I talked to you, you were in the frustrated phase where it was ending up at rom-com and stuff. <laughs> so I'm glad you got out of that. Congratulations. Yeah. And last night I was flying in on Alaska Airlines and uh, they have it under, like, it's the second one. Alaska from up. Virginia? 
Yeah, Alaska, Alaska goes everywhere. Weird. And ever since was this like Reagan National Airport? No, it's Dulles. Well, yeah, they, weird. Yeah, they they fly out of they fly out of Dulles. They fly out of uh, Charlottesville. They huh. fly out of Richmond. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're on that. We're on Malaysian Airlines. We're on sixty five VODs around the world. I'm telling you this for a reason. Because everyone wanted to say, "Oh, Netflix is is the gold standard. You, know, you got to be on Netflix." Right? Yeah. And I said, okay, I can go to Netflix. They'll write me a big check and I can walk away. Right? Not a big check, but a a Netflix check. The problem is, if a vegan is the head of that department, they would have buried it. Not only that, yeah, I'm not sure it's. Netflix is extremely ideologically rigid, and I'm not sure it would fit their sense of the world. Right. And Amazon is just more exploratory. So I think you're in a better spot at Amazon. Amazon, iTunes, uh, Vimeo, it, it's everywhere. Good. And um, and when, what kind of feedback are you getting? What are people learning? What are they taking away from it? What do they tell you? Shockingly, you've seen the movie, right, yeah. Drew? When you put something in historical perspective, which is what I did. My dad was a history professor. And I only understand how to put things, just put it in history. Yes, right? me too. And when you do that, and you back it up with facts right there on the screen, there are no alternative facts you can, you can say about it. The Seventh-day Adventists did what they did. You know, Ansel Keys did what he did. This is all facts. These are not alternative facts or fake news facts or whatever. Right, you know, just what happened. I feel like this. This is what happened. So then I, I thought they were going to come after me a lot harder than they do, did. Do you want to describe really quickly, just sketch that out for people? Yeah. Um, everybody wanted me to take an approach to, you know, it, it was like, all right, you have What the Health and you have Game Changers, where Game Changers came out after my movie, and you have Forks Over Knives and all these vegan propaganda movies. And everyone wanted me to do the opposite, to lie in the opposite direction. Right. Kind of like the Democrats and Republicans do. Right. You're lying a lot. Check this lie out. Okay, you're lying more. We're gonna, yes. you know, now We're I'm Pocahontas. World. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, you know, I run a militia. Yeah, they, they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. The, the lies just become fantastical. Yeah. And I said, what if someone finally just told the truth, right? Yeah. And I went out and asked a question to people. I, I would say to people at dinner, it's like, how long do you think veganism has been around? And they would go, well, thousands of years. <laughs> you know, I would go, really? How did it get started? Well, the Indian people, they're vegans, right? <laughs> and I'm going, no, they're vegetarians. Not only that, but they have eggs and they eat fish and they'll eat anything but a cow. Yeah. And they love cheese. Yeah. I mean, sog paneer. We, 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 we go to Indian restaurants. They got cheese in the food. Yeah. Right? And they'll go, huh. Okay. So how did veganism start? It's like, okay, a crazy woman. Now the history. Yeah. Now the history. A crazy woman had a premonition. Now, today, if you have a premonition, you're either homeless or you have someone who's getting you to a doctor really fast. Yes. But she said God came to her, mm-hmm. and God said— Or you're on The Bachelor. Uh, they, they, probably, seem to, they seem to have a lot of they find visions a, of God there, too. Exactly. But go ahead. And, and that's, you know, it's like she had a vision. Ellen White. The, the, uh, that's the woman's name, Ellen <laughs> when White. When was this? 1860-something like that. She had a vision. She had a vision. And uh, she said God came to her and said we shouldn't eat anything with a face or use any products of anything that has a face. So that started veganism, except for the fact that it couldn't take hold because we hadn't discovered 
exogenous vitamin, as it was called at the time. I didn't come until what? You might know better than me. 1920s or yeah, 30s? Ten, ten, well, 20s, Tens. yeah. So, so someone came, someone figured out scurvy. and it, yep. you know, I think it was World War I, actually. Yeah, I wish I could remember the guy's name. He was a German. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, oh, scurvy. Oh, wait, we can identify if you get enough of this one thing. Right. Well, now the vegans had something to go with because once we discovered vitamin, we discovered that there were 13 essential of these vitamins. And besides that, we're in the United States, we're going to call them vitamins. Over in England, they call them vitamins. But whatever you wanted to call them, that's what we did. Yeah. Right? Mm. And uh, so once you can start taking vitamin B, you can now eat like a crazy person. And that's basically how veganism really got going. But it didn't really get going. It just started. Yeah. Uh, Kellogg, who was in the Seventh-day Adventist church. Who was a nut, nut, oh, nutso. When you read stuff about John Harvey Kellogg, you would go, okay, (laughs) they're making up nine. Yeah, it's too much, right? Watch the the drunk history on it. It's fantastic. Who did it? Who's the drunk guy? Uh... I can't remember, but I think Kellogg was like, oh, I can't remember who it was. I can't, <laughs> but it, was, it really was quite well done about how he discovered cornflakes and what a nut he was and stuff. He discovered dextrinization. Uh, yep. You know, and Luke and Owen Wilson? Yes, I think it well, yes. yeah, I think I think Owen Wilson was on it. Yes. Oh, Owen Wilson was Kellogg. Great. I yeah. love those guys. Yeah. So, the, who is the drunk guy, though, telling the story? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah, they played but, the Kellogg and, and the guy that discovered Frosted Flakes, who's not Kellogg, a different guy. But Yeah. You got it, Gary? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Paget Brewster's grandmother, yeah. Halston? I thought it might have been Paget doing it. I, that's my kind of memory of it. So anyway. That could be, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm reading quick here. Okay. Go ahead. So, so. so anyway, Kellogg started dextrinization. He figured out that you can turn wheat into sugar if you just cook the crap out of it. Uh, he started cornflakes. And the reason that the Seventh-day Adventist Church started this, and again, truth is stranger than fiction— was so that he could literally get people, get young men to stop masturbating. Because if you ate red meat, you became more virile. You felt better. More, you're more of an animal. Right. So yeah. in order to stop this, yeah. what do you do? Give him starch. Give, yeah, give, give him something <laughs> that's going to make him feel bad. I think. Give him kid food. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's how it started. And the one that always drives uh, your buddy Adam Carolla nuts is I, I and I do it about once a year, and since it's a new year, I'll have to do it again. Tell the story of Postum. Do you know how Postum got started? No. Oh, that's even. We didn't talk about it in the movie because I only had ninety minutes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. C.W. Post, who was a friend of Kellogg's, they, all these guys knew each other. Mm. It's like all the guys that make Italian shotguns in Italy. They're all in the same valley. It's so incestuous, Weird. but they all make great shotguns. These guys all figured out dextrinization and they ran with it. C.W. Post went, okay, we got a meat and cereal. This is good. We're rich. But they're still drinking coffee. Mm. Not good. We need him to get him. We want him to drink our drink, right? So he burnt a bunch of oats and came up with Postum because it kind of, it was the color of coffee. Well, but, and Seventh-day Adventists, too, had a thing against coffee, right, because of the caffeine. Well, he started that. Thank you. <clears throat> You're the perfect <laughs> Sorry I'm taking over thought, your show. I but. thought it was all part of their original prohibitions against alcohol and everything else. Well, they in order to sell this stuff, they had, you see, back then we didn't have Google. That started Shocking. like in the 1940s. What? But Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. then, they didn't have Google. Wow, amazing. They didn't have social media. But what they had were rich friends. And these friends had newspapers. 
And they would go to their friends and say, listen, we need to start pushing the initiative out here that coffee is bad for you, right? Yeah. Now, coffee, I could do a whole documentary on coffee. I, I own a coffee. I let yeah. me, Full disclosure to your audience. Purecoffeeclub.com. Yeah, I own a coffee company. But I only believe in doing healthy things. Yeah. Right? So they went around and went, okay, five-year-olds are drinking coffee? No, we can't have that. We got to tell parents that, number one, is going to make them dumber. That's the actual, what they used in the- I think the, they also were going to make them shorter. It's going to stunt their growth. Stunt their it's going to make yeah. them dumber. And it's going to do like five things to yeah, them. But yeah. dumber was one of them. Yeah. Not dumb. It's going to yeah. make them dumber. Yeah. You know, it's like, what, are these kids already dumb? It's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's how they got, they started. Because I've been asking doctors since the 1980s. About that. About coffee. It's like, why is uh, coffee bad? Because it's bad. Why? Caffeine. Listen, Caffeine's that's not what, bad. That's a, you ask them the same thing about nicotine now, they'll tell you the same thing. Nicotine is just nothing. It's a stimulant. It's a stimulant, right? yeah. it's a stimulant but it's like a nothing. Yeah. And it's not bad, right? No. Yeah. What's bad is tobacco. When you, you get tobacco, to tobacco is, is where a lot Tobac- of it is. And tobacco it, is yeah. terrible. Exactly. And, and nicotine can be addictive, and that's a nuisance if you're just taking nicotine. Who wants to be dependent on a, a molecule if you don't have to be? But it doesn't, it doesn't cause addiction in the sense that people have progression and consequences and difficulty functioning. They just get you know trouble stopping it. That's all. Yeah. That's it. But it won't kill you, right? It Nicotine won't do anything to you. It won't do anything to you. That's why, we, that's why when we get people off cigarettes, we addict them to the nicotine gum and right. leave them on the gum. Well, here's my question. Yeah. What about, you know, I hear the vaping and the whole thing, and mm-hmm. then I heard something, you know, a couple of people, you know, got some kind of lung disease from right. the vapor. From the What ca- is that? That was just bootleg cannabis vapes with vitamin E as the oil. And so it had nothing to do with nicotine. So the vitamin E got trapped in the alveoli or below Yeah, the alveoli or? got covered, and so they couldn't function. You couldn't oxygenate. And it was, it was bootleg stuff. It, was, it wasn't even the vape you would get at the head shop here or at the dispensaries. It was some bootleg, you know, at a, at a head, you know, like at a you know, gas station, you yeah. know, and yeah, that's a problem. Don't be doing, I, I would worry about cannabis vaping. I would not worry about nicotine vaping. There was uh, a moral panic. Right. <laughs> it's a drug. Oh my God. Moral panic. And by the way, the most effective way to get people off cigarettes. Is vaping. Most effective. Now, I panic with the vaping and here's why. Mm. Vaping Obviously, makes more of a smoke look, you know, whenever the vape plume. goes, a plume, right? And when I'm in LA, and you, the, there's the certain ones, are, there's ones you can get that don't do that, but go ahead. Some but, of you. you see windows roll down at the stoplight, yeah. and all of a sudden you yeah. see a plume, yeah. and I go, Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he just blew his damn radiator. Look. Now I got to get around. I was like, Oh, he's just vaping. That's hysterical. He, he, yeah, he's, I'm okay. Too, you're, too, I'm okay. you're from the South, you're too yeah. old school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure they blow radiators anymore in these, these uh, current vehicles. But but the other the other part of the documentary that that we have to get into is the fact that the 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 fat story per se is incomplete. It's anachronistic. It's based on science that has not been reexamined in a long time. Right. And when you do reexamine it, the story clearly is not complete. Right. And, and uh, you know, I heard. I think I called you about this. Then I call you about listening to Dave Feldman on. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was yeah. on uh, uh, Dada's podcast, uh, uh, Atias, Peter yes. Atias, and, and it was great. That's a great conversation. Yeah, want to hear about? He's that. a smart guy, Peter yeah, Atias. Great, and, excellent. Yeah. He's a surgeon, though. He thinks like a surgeon. I noticed, and that's kind of interesting to me. But but to- totally on board with everything he said. And he was talking about the apolipoproteins and yeah. their relationship with insulin and carbohydrates. And I thought that may be the key. I, in certain genetic settings, like me, 
Yeah. I feel like that may be a, a really important part of the story that we have to tell. And I, I'm going to predict one day we'll be testing for that and putting those people on carb-free diets. I, I pretty, I'm with you. It's not a complete story yet. Yeah. The, the problem we're having is we got X amount of way down the road and we just stopped and now everyone's arguing over those play, papers. And I think the last one was done in 1975 or six. Right. That's the problem. You know, well, the problem is they, they've, they were, as you know, the outcome was heart disease, not death, right? right. And not death in all causes. And the real studies were done on pharmacological agents and their effect on heart disease. Yeah. Not, not diet, not fat metabolism. That stuff sort of got left behind because, right. well, where's the money? The money's with the pharmacotherapeutic, right? right? And, and well, they're paying. You, you tell me, but they're paying for everything, right? For all the studies. Oh, they have to. So, they have to pay eight hundred million dollars to get their get just to get to zero. The eight million dollars to get it to market, and then they have on, on average five years to make that back. Yeah, I, I have a buddy who worked for Amgen in a very high position for a lot of years, and you know they're the kings of the statins. And, Are they? Yeah, they're one of them. Really? They, they also they they did Nupagen and no oh, they've and, got tons of stuff all, yeah, all yeah, the they fancy all stuff, stuff. They're yeah in, he was that. you know and to him everything you know he has a hammer everything was a nail you know? I know and well listen I'm on a statin to this day I know you guys want me I, off it, it drives me nuts that you, you are but here's here's I why. know why you are but no, tell no, the audience you don't know why I am because uh, your father and you have a history and and it, you have a dotted up and I went on early and my calcium score as of Friday last Friday right. 0.0. Okay, what was it when you started? 0.0. Your calcium score has always been 0.0, 0. and you're 0. still on... But, but it's my, my personal belief is... Now, mind you, and we'll get into this, and we'll get systematically into this, but on your diet, right? my, my lipid profile's never been better, ever. Right. My HDL's always been a little low. My triglycerides have always been a little high. And according to Dave Feldman and his squad, that may be more important than getting that LDL down. However, I'm just going to keep getting keeping my LDL down with with the statin. I use almost none. I use a half a tablet. But why, Drew? Because because I have horrible genetics and it scares the hell out of me. And and I've been man and I've managed to keep <laughs> a zero point zero calcium. Drew Pensky, he's got horrible genetics, but it looks like he can join the WWE tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, man, I, that the vascular pathology and and I got us have that, a zero calcium. Your, your dad I had have, what? What did he have? He had advanced. He had cardiac disease and aortic vascular disease. It's a separate. That's an unusual disease where your, the surface of your aorta gets eaten apart. Yeah, that's unusual. And we don't even know really what that metabolism is. That's why I'm erring on the side. I don't even know I take it. But you have all the scans and everything. Your heart is fine. Besides having my a zero- heart is fine, I can't really you can't really see the inner surface of the aorta. Right. I'm hoping that's good too. I mean, he was throwing clots off his aorta to his head. Have you had anything like that? No, 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 no. Of course not. But I don't plan to have anything like that. So, it, so, it, it kills so. me that you know. I feel like you're you're, you're dabbling with the enemy over there. You know, it's all right. I'm also on the good guy side. I, I know, but what I'm saying, I'm not talking about media wise. I'm worried about your health, and you know all what? the downsides of statins, even though you're taking the minuscule amount. Mm-hmm. You know all the downsides to it. Downsides are very limited, very limited, especially since I've been on it for 15 years and had zero side effect. 
Okay, well, you're, again, one of the lucky ones. By the way, I was talking to my older brother on the way here, mm. and he goes, where are you heading? I said, I'm in L.A. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting ready to see Dr. Drew. He goes, oh, tell Dr. Drew. To run for government, run for Senate. Whatever. He said, tell him to stop running. <laughs> no. to try to do, tell him just to run for president. I said, Mike, I said, uh, I don't think you understand exactly how this works. But Drew is a radio guy who uh, – was. Uh, are you serious? I no, heard you- I'm not going to do it. And, uh, I, and I did a print article to, to make that clear, right. which the woman very kindly transcribed my, my thoughts exactly. Right. And then every other outlet distorted everything I said without well, you, checking with me or the writer. You guys understand that I give it about 25 minutes from now that you can Google Dr. Drew runs for president? Yeah, right. Just, just yeah. your words, Vinny. And you, you, were you here when I was on ACS and I was sort of just musing about it, right? I didn't say I'm going to run for Congress, right? No, you didn't. And – but I, I saw those clickbaity articles well before that appearance. It was in December. I was sitting at a Christmas birthday, and that came across. That I was going to run for Congress? That you were going to run for Congress against Adam Schiff. I can tell you the exact date in that December? it was. In December? Yeah. I must have said something on the radio or something. Yeah, that, well, Leanne Tweeden, yeah. No, Leanne yeah. Tweeden started it one day because I still – Oh, yeah, even she, though I moved, moved, but I she listened. wanted me to you know, do mayor and right. governor and all this stuff. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. And then I went, you know, let me shift this. Maybe I could take you – know, just sort of out of amusement more than anything. Right. Just, but, I, but I'm so morally – I mean, you've left. You left us in California. I'm, I'm, I may leave too. Everybody I talk to wants to leave. It got so bad. And and here, can we talk about that for a second? Yes. I, I know it's throwing us off the subject. No, it's all right. I know how it works you up. And you were actually at the beginning, right here in the studio one day. I said, Drew, you know, I go kayaking. And you were like, yeah, where do you go? And I said, we were off the air. And I said, well, you know, a lot of times I'll put it at Mother's Beach. You said, no, don't. I, I was standing there for this. I can yeah. attest to this yeah. exact conversation. Yeah. And Serena and I have been talking because every now and then a couple of homeless vans, not, not the ones living on the street, the vans. Yeah, yeah. And I went out there one day and talked to these guys. I said, listen, my dad was a, a, an RV guy. We grew up with the RV. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I know about the RV is like every third day of being on the road, you need to dump. Correct. A big dump. Yes. You got to The sewage. It, it, the, yeah. the sewage needs to be emptied. Yeah. You have to go to one of those yep. parks and dump. Yep. Okay. When you see something sitting there for two or three weeks and you see a gaggle of people, mm-hmm. you know that they're dumping this right out on the street. Correct. And then it goes into the storm drains, into the LA River, out to the ocean. Raw. 60,000 people bypass sewage treatment. Sea mammal die off. Right. This year- where are the environmentalists? Where are they? Oh, I know where they are. There's a straw in a turtle's uh, nose somewhere, and uh, they're they're fighting a good fight, Drew. Uh, listen, Drew, calm down. Jesus. Once they get that turtle, once they get it surgically removed, yeah, they'll get to good. the raw sewage over in Mother's Yeah, and beach. all the dead sea lions and dolphins, which I have to look at every day. So, all right. So I times. said to Serena, I said, look, I said, everybody in our neighborhood is now talking. You know, we lived in it Walnut Acres, yeah. really beautiful nice. little spot, you know. I said, these house prices are going to go down. Mm-hmm. They're going to go down. The second thing that happened after Drew told me not to go kayaking anymore, one of my loves, is we wake up and there's a murder two blocks away from my house. Yeah. And my sleepy little murder, what happened? Oh, two guys were fighting over drugs. Do they live here? No, but they ended up here. Okay. Serena, ready to go? Yeah. yeah. And and you're absolutely right about the house. People can get stuck with their houses, and it's going to be no yeah. one here to buy them. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting fact. Um, uh, statistic, not a fact. Uh, statistic fact, same mm. thing. Mm. 
statistical <clears throat> fact. To get – you know, we have two pods full of our stuff, over, I don't know, 20 tons of crap that's in these pods. But the stuff I wanted to carry with me, my guns, my ammunition, my militia stuff. Um, to Virginia. I had to, <laughs> I had to get a U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> to get Sounds a U-Haul so to go to Virginia was like a thousand bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. And I said, "Well, thousand? What? It's just a U-Haul." Yeah. To drive one back here, they basically will pay you to drive one back here because no one's coming in this direction. Everyone's oh, going in that direction. Interesting, right? Wow. Well, look at the mirror. You're you're doing everything for your health today, right? But uh, the what ifs of tomorrow? Things you got to think about. Historically, the health conscious have actually overpaid and subsidized those who are less health conscious. It's just how insurance works. Well, that's an opportunity for Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower rates for people like you. This is for your life insurance. If you're a runner, cyclist, CrossFit, you're an athlete, you're committed, you watch your diet, Health IQ can save you up to 41% because physically active people have significantly lower risk of heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. And Health IQ is not just a lead generator, but they take the customer through the entire process of applying. The policy is underwritten by one of our top insurance partners, but the savings are exclusive to Health IQ. You won't find them anywhere else, and you must qualify to get the special rate. So, to see if you qualify, go to healthiq.com slash Drew, not Dr. Drew, just Drew, and take the proprietary Health IQ quiz. Depending on your score, as well as other related qualifying factors, you can save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. Again, that's healthiq.com slash Drew, and let them know we sent you, and start the process with the Health IQ quiz. No commitment, and you'll learn even more about potential opportunities to be rewarded for your commitment to living healthy. Again, that is healthiq.com slash Dr. Drew. And if you like my show, you're going to love Showmance with Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz. On Podcast One, join the former Glee stars and best friends as they interview other dynamic duos about the ups and downs of balancing a relationship on set. Download new episodes of Showmance with Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz every week on Podcast One. Well, a lot of studies show that probiotics just pass through your system and do nothing. Instead, you should be focused on a probiotic that protects your gut. That's why I want to tell you about P3OM. I take this probiotic. It's the one proven probiotic strain that is effective and patented. It does better than any other strain to fight the so-called bad bugs in your digestive tract. And beating bad bugs is a good reason you want to take probiotics in the first place. In fact, P3OM is so effective, the research calls it the Navy SEAL of probiotics due to its ability to go in and kick the bad guys out and replace it with the so-called good bacteria. What's really exciting is that what's true enough about the original version of P3OM, scientists behind this strain have recently figured out how to feed the P3OM bacteria superfood that makes them up to three times stronger. This means that P3OM 2.0 is three times stronger at kicking the bad guys out, beating bloating, gas, indigestion, three times stronger. P3OM is awesome at improving your digestion. In fact, you can actually see it break down food if you go to p3om.com slash drew. Again, that is P3, that's the number three, p3om.com slash D-R-E-W. You can watch it actually dissolve a piece of raw steak on video. There's no risk because if you don't find P3OM 2.0, the most potent probiotic you've ever taken, the support team will give you all of your money back, no questions asked. And be sure to enter the coupon DRDREW, Dr. Drew, and you get 10% off at P3OM.com slash Drew. Again, that is the letter P, number three, letter O, letter M, 
forward slash drewp3om.com slash Dr. Drew. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of guns, you know, we have that whole thing going on in Virginia. Yeah. And I'm a gun guy. Yeah. Uh, everyone calm down. I don't own AR-15s. I shoot sporting clay, skeet, trap. I've been doing this competitively my entire life, right? So I'm, I'm out shooting with my daughter last weekend, stepdaughter. We're having a great time. Her little boyfriend's there and the whole thing. And I said, you know, if these laws pass, these over and under shotguns, we won't be able to have this. She goes, no, it's a shotgun. Come on. I said, no, this gun would be deemed illegal. And she said, how, why? I said, because I've read all the laws. If the explosion of the ammunition sets up the second trigger, it's considered a semi-automatic, even though it's a double-barrel shotgun. If the explosion of the first shot sets up the second trigger— she goes, no. That, so she went home and read the law, and she called me, and she goes, okay, smarty, because she's in law school now, uh. right? She goes, okay, smarty pants. It says that's only guns that have a, um, a pistol grip that drops below the receiver. So I literally took a quick video. I can show you after this podcast where I said, Tallulah, my Parazzi, my Berettas, my Brownings, all those fancy guns that you love. Every one of them has a pistol grip, and it drops below the receiver. By definition, they would all be illegal. Wow. Bottom line. Weird. right? I didn't mean to go off the subject. Well, again, it's it's a typical thing of people not knowing what they're doing, creating the laws. Yeah. Not really understanding. I've always said, call me in. You want to create some good laws about guns? How about calling a a gun guy in? Yeah. Which is the same thing true about mental health and other things. Why are the the homeless? It's all mental health problems. Why aren't you talking to mental health professionals? Oh, no, Drew. (laughs) You're so cute. I read this a couple of months ago before I left. Uh-huh. The number one reason we have homeless in L.A. is yeah. not because of mental health. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you did not read uh. with the gov- with not the governor, but the mayor put out. The number one reason is home, is home prices. Right, home prices. So you put you're these the pe- problem. You Drew. put those people in four walls, they'll get better. They'll be fine. Yes. No. No, yeah, I, it's the craziest thing in the world. In the world, I, I'm sorry, I'm yelling yeah. into the yeah. mic, but I can't. I, I'm still mad. Yeah, I, I, I moved I, and I'm still I, mad. I, I can't. So that's what made me talk about running for Congress. Is that how freaking mess everything is here? Anyway, fat. Yeah. So so I'm on to about at least 18 months into really carb free. Okay. Right. And you know I've been doing this for a while, and it felt great, and I like it. Something's changing, and I can't figure out what it is. Is there something happen about a year or two years out? Okay. Is it something positive or negative? Just confusing. Uh, I, I'm, I, it, it's, but with it, the first year, I could tell I was getting leaner and stronger and more energy, and, and I could really easily adjust the diet. If I went up too high on the protein, I could adjust it back down. Right. I'm, I don't have that same perception now. What's, I, what's happening? I feel... I can't figure it out. It's 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 as though if I feel as though well I, I and you know I added in cheese. Cheese has been very good for right. my appetite suppression. Uh, but I feel like I'm not eating. Maybe I'm eating more protein than I realize. But I don't feel like I can dial in the optimization I could get before. Let's put it. That What's way. happening? I think I'm less lean and gaining a little weight. I think, and okay. I think I've got a a little less quality of sleep. 
I would say those are, really, yeah. Just these are subtle, not big changes. Okay, but like compared to before, where I was enthusiastic about these things, I don't know if I've just gotten used to it, and I'm like, I'm thinking that I'm not seeing these things, right. or or if I really am. So, it, well, the sleep thing is usually it's the other way around. You get good sleep. Yeah, I know. I, for you the first take year, magnesium I, at night, or no, nah, I'll take melatonin sometimes. No, magne- it, magnesium is all you need. Really. All right, I'll take magnesium. What about alcohol? You drink alcohol? Mm, I don't. That always screws up my sleep if I have any. Yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like I, I have to plan for a bad night of sleep Correct. if I have me one too. drink. Me too. It's weird, um, I, but I use the, your bourbons and stuff. I don't drink the wines. Good, and and that's one of the things people say. It's like, man, I used to be able to have three or four. Now, you know, I'm eating this way. I've lost all this way. I can't even have one and I'm drunk. Yeah. I, well, I, I thought a, maybe that was one of the things you were No, I have a really weird thing with bourbon, which is I, I can have two bourbons and I don't feel a thing. If I had two glasses of wine, I would feel it. Two bourbons don't feel a thing. And if I have a third, destroyed. Just destroyed. <laughs> Just completely like way beyond where I want to be. Can I Isn't tell that you, weird? I, I have... The two bourbon problem, I at home because yeah. I usually drink at home. Yeah, I I measure because there's a level where it's it's within one it's sip, instant. Yeah, it's, one it's sip weird. and I'm, I'm done. What is that? I'm done. That's why I can never drink with you, buddy Corolla, because they <laughs> they drink it like it's Gatorade and oh, playing no, football. No. Oh, just, no, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, I'm. I just. Boom! One sip, and well, you have the same thing. I, I yeah. wonder. If, I, I know what that is. Anyway, you just gotta be aware of it. Yeah. Well, look. When it comes to, you might have to reassess what you're doing because people get, they get lazy. Yeah. Know? They'll go. Hmm. I can do this. I can do that. And before you know it, you're off and running again. So, well, I, here's here's the lazy. Okay. okay. Um. Maybe a little more nuts than I realize. Maybe raw nuts. What kind of nuts? What uh, I try to stay with. Uh, Macadamia nuts, sometimes walnuts, sometimes almonds. Okay, that's uh, all good. Yeah, but I, but maybe more than I realize. You know what I mean? That's one of the things I wonder. Okay, and I, I'm doing this kind of stuff. How much of that? I I, I don't know because I use it as a little <laughs> snack, and so I'm wondering if that. I don't think I'm using a lot of it. I'm holding up fat f bomb nut. Yeah, they, nut they're butter. a big product. They're they're a yeah. big sponsor of my podcast. Okay, I, yeah, I love their stuff. Great, great product. Yeah, I I have their meat sticks, and I use the. Yeah, but I would never eat more than two of these in a day. But that nuts. What else? How much cheese? Not that much. Not uh, much. Uh, all right. So all right. So take me through. Really, this not is for, much. This cheese. is for the audience. Yeah. Do we yeah. have time to do this? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's for the audience. I'll take it through a day. I'll, ta- I'll take it through what happened today. Even. Yeah. Today yeah. I had. If today was normal. If today was like well, t- a, I'll tell you why I, was, I don't I'll, want to hear it. I'll, I'll show. I'll, I'll talk about tomorrow was which yesterday which was normal, and I'll tell you today and why it was not normal. Okay. Okay. So today I had two eggs breakfast with um, I had a meat like some some lean sirloin or something a small okay. amount right like you know just a tiny strip of it. Uh, I for whatever reason was not hungry all morning. I must have had a little more meat than usual because the meat really covers me appetite wise. Right. Around one or two in the afternoon, I had three eggs with cheese, not a lot of cheese, and uh, some salmon with that. And was completely full after that, like right. ridiculous. Still full. I thought I was going to need the f bomb. Haven't needed it. And uh, it's five thirty. And it's five thirty. And, and and now yesterday around this time, uh, and it, yesterday was a similar day, except I had more meat in the middle of the day than egg. Right. I had real. I had actual steak, 
Not a lot. Not not like I was eating before. When I when when I was doing my radio show, right. I would get I would be sitting there doing a radio for three or three hours and I would get hungry. I'd bring a lot of stuff with me to make sure I stayed on the diet, but I'd eat a fair bit of I'm not doing that now. Right. Uh and but I ate a I ate I, I did find myself going back to the nuts a few times. Yeah, quite a few times. And same thing with the peanut butter. Like half quarter taste tablespoon, excuse me, quarter teaspoon. Four times, okay. that kind of thing. Okay, what about dairy? And then dinner, I had uh, no, almost nothing. Dinner, I had uh, flank steak. Coffee. What do you put in your coffee? Cream. Okay. I drink lots of coffee, and it's a lot of cream. Yeah. Well, I tried to put a lot in, but I probably the cumulative is. I think the cum is what's getting you. Okay. It's a little too much nuts, a little too much cream, cream, a little. Too, you know, it's it's a it's all the little things that yeah. You, you have to clean up around the edges. Okay. You don't have to do a big old overhaul. You don't need to go, Susan, listen. Yeah, yeah. We, honey, we, 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 tighten up. You just have to tighten up around the edges. And I, I have a feeling the reason I drifted into this was it, it's really been good for the appetite. Yeah. Because I've been just feeling good all day. And, right. And normally I get hungry a lot, and I've not been. Well, look, that's the thing. Is uh, Gary Taubes, who's in the movie, mm. who's written Good Calorie, Bad Calorie. Have you ever read that book? No. You would love that book. Yeah. It's, it's Nerd Central. Okay. And then he wrote, um, after that, um, he wrote um, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, which was the Reader's Digest of Good Calorie, Bad Calorie, which if you read the first one, don't worry about the second one. Okay. And then he wrote uh, something about sugar. Gary's always writing. The guy is just prolific. Mm. Um and good calorie, bad calorie. The oh. case against sugar is the name of that book. Mm. Yeah, the second he, one. Yep, and he has a new one. It appears. I don't know if it's out yet, but it's listed as twenty twenty. The case for keto. Mm. Yeah, I haven't. He hasn't sent me. Usually, he'll send me an advanced copy, so it's not and, there yet. And, and I to, to that point, it triggers me on another thought. I, I'm not sure I'm in ketosis, but I should. You be. have a blood. I should be. It, it, and look, if you're doing hits of peanut butter, yeah. three and four times a day. Uh, this is the one out of all the ones that they make. The one with the little chocolate on the front because yeah. they have extra carbs in it. Oh. Um, so this is, oh. this is the one that you don't really want. Uh, and then, you Of course, know, that's what I like. You, you know, if you're having a lot of fish and that kind of thing, yeah. you, you have some gluconeogenesis going on. You're, mm. you're converting some of that because you work out like a fiend. I, I don't, I, I've backed off the workout a little bit, and, and I'm not uh, fish. I rare. Okay, but you had mentioned steak and breakfast today. Yeah. You know, one of, one of the other things you can do to cause less gluconeogenesis is when you do, like, if you do three eggs, two eggs, third yolk, third yolk only. All right, yeah, just cut out the rest of that white because okay. that's all going to just turn to sugar and get stored anyway. Really, that's yeah. that, that it's that much protein. Yeah, overload. It, I've been yelling about this forever. You know, the bro science of, uh, you know, we grew up in it, Drew. You and I are the same age. We grew up pumping iron. Yeah. And it was always, you need 1.5 grams of protein per pound of lean body mass. And I would sit there and go, who the hell knows what their lean body mass is? Right. You know, <laughs> unless right. you have a tank and you know how to measure it. And yeah. I didn't learn that until I and got even to Tulane. Then, probably change all over the yeah, It's all over the road. Yeah. You know, so that's way off one gram per pound of lean body mass is way off i've always said 0.6 mm. i really mean 0.5 but when you say 0.6 it really makes it sound like you figured something out <laughs> so 0.5 a half a gram is all you need 
<laughs> and at your age, you could put on all the muscle you want to put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get past that. You know, it's it, the rest of it. It's like um, think of a, a carburetor with an engine. If you flood too much gas in it, it's just going to spit it right yeah, out yeah. of the tailpipe. I get it. I totally get it. Right. You're not yeah. going to synthesize any more than your no, muscle can synthesize. Yeah. And we have these. Not these, unless I get on testosterone replacement. Yeah, and then then it's you know you're off to the races. You're a 14 year old kid again, mm. but then you'll die of something else. Right. Probably atherosclerosis or one of those. Could be. Yeah. Or my, my, I, I can't because I have prostate cancer, and that would actually right. that. Yeah. Drew, I, I'm way I'm I'm against any kind of hormone therapy, but I am. What not, do I tell people? I, I am not against it. I, I I if somebody wants to try it, I, what I would tell them is there's concern. We don't have the long term data. And we don't know what normal is. When you're trying to restore normal testosterone levels, we have no idea what that means because the testosterone is all over the place and it fluctuates daily. And, it's, and you have free form and free versus bound. Right. Because I'm, I'm always between 150 and 200. Which is low. Very low. Yeah. They say, oh, you're like an 80-year-old man. We could give you the stuff to rub on your shoulders. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I had leukemia. I'm not going to chance this crap. Right. Right? See, that's the part we don't know. Like, I, I have a little bit of an aortic root dilatation. And, yeah. you know, that means – and the, the, the just the, the – we're back to the aorta again, which is the main vessel out of the heart. There's layers to the structure on the wall of the aorta. And right. each one of those layers is a very complex biology. And physiology, and we don't know the impact of testosterone on that. I think the reason I have a little dilatation is from all the Valsalva. Yeah. So I have to now cut out that, which so is you, why no I'm no more changing. Valsalva maneuvers. Correct. Well, no more heavy weights. Heavy, heavy. Yeah. I can go medium heavy. That See, I worry about the Valsalva also. You know, I've always, and people say, what are you talking about? It's like, when I do, even when I do, I do light squats. Yeah. Like really light. Yeah, me too. Because my back is so gone now. Mm-hmm. The veins in my neck look like they're bigger than my neck. I know. I got the same problem. And I'm sitting there going, is this really good for me at this yeah. age? Yeah. And by the way, folks, the Valsalva maneuver is what you do every time you take a dump. It's bearing down. Yeah. It's like, mm, yeah. You know, grunting. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's not, we've always known it's not good, but no one really knew exactly why not. And so, you know, my, my, I, I finally caved. I'm fine. I was yelling at you about that two years ago. Like, I know. You kept, it helps my shoulder, too. And, yeah, the shoulder and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's hard to give that stuff up. It's something you've done since you were young, and it felt good. And it still feels good. I still feel fine. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel as good as, you know, 100-pound dumbbells over your head. It just doesn't. Right. So besides your shoulder, where are your other aches and pains? Uh, they're not bad. I, a little bit of the right knee, a little bit low back, which I've had forever, literally forever, yeah. and a little bit neck, which, again, also forever. Yeah. But the shoulder's the, the troubling symptom. Ever since I had that shoulder replaced, I'm like brand new, man. Except, you know, I have the neck, football neck, mm. my hips, and it really, really bothered me the other day. I was watching uh, LSU. Did you watch the LSU oh, game? Oh, yeah. At halftime, they had the, the 10 greats yeah. up there. And to see Earl Campbell just can't even stand up. I know. You know, and, and you see... Uh, it's troubling, <laughs> isn't Herschel it? Herschel Walker. And you see these guys, and you go, wait a minute. They're they're my age. Herschel's. I mean, Earl Campbell's a little older. And just when you say Earl Campbell, in your head, you, you see him on the Oilers going crazy, right? I mean, that's it's stuck in your head. Hey, we listen, folks. Other than uh, Walt Garrison, nobody hit harder as a running back. Mm-hmm. Would you, Would you agree? Oh yeah. I mean, Walt Garrison would hit you and punish you mm-hmm. to death. Mm-hmm. And to see Daryl Stigley's grandkid. 
he's playing for LSU. Oh, that's he's right. that freshman sensation. Yep. Daryl Stigley got hit by um, by the assassin. Um, what's, what's the assassin's name? Ta- Darren? Tatum. Jack, Jack Tatum. Tatum. By the way, here's something most people don't know. Was that the Immaculate Reception? No, the Immaculate. You know that. Uh, I That's saw it live. Say. I saw it live. The Immaculate Reception came off of Jack Tatum's foot. I most, thought it was his shoulder. No. Uh, Gary, look up the Immaculate uh, show, Well, look at the reception. video of it. So Jack Tatum was a maniac, and he was running yeah. into, was it Stigley? No. He hit Daryl Stigley oh, in the back. Oh, was it Daryl Stigley? Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and the ball ball went flying. They, they start. all right, that's it. That's the game. And all of a sudden, you see Franco Harris. Here it is. No, here, no, here no, it is. no. Here it is. Here it is. It's, here it's it is. two different things. No, 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 no. Watch. Okay, Bradshaw. Bradshaw trying to get away. Two and seconds left. pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off. Franco Harris has it. And he's over. Oh, I'll never forget that. All right. So that's the immaculate reception. Yeah. When Jack Tatum hit Daryl Stigley, that was there, a different thing. There it is. Thing. This That's not Daryl Stigley. Uh, who is he? That's Tatum, though. Yeah. Boom, the shoulder. Yeah, right yeah. there, and boom. I always thought it was his shoot. By the way, Franco Harris was my mom's favorite football player, only because he was Italian. Tatum deflects it right into the hands. He shoots it out. Jack Tatum deflects it right into the hands of Harris. And he yeah. sets off. And the big 230-pound rookie slipped away from... Rookie. Harvard. Rookie that year. Rookie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, Gary, while we're doing it, can you look up Daryl Stigley, the hit Jack Tatum laid on him? It, it, and they, that changed the rules of football. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so, But that moment, I was watching it live, and I was a big Steeler fan back in those days. Yeah. Uh, we all were because, it, you know... And by the way, they were the first team to take steroids... Oh, yeah? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and, and, all those guys. Yeah, and, you know, Jack, Mean Joe Green and Elsie Greenwood and all those guys. I just, I, I just yeah. love that team. Oh, here Jack it is. Jack Ham, Jack here Lambert. Yep. Wait, here it is. Maybe. Mm. No, that's that's not it. Any event, uh, uh, that, that game was over, and Bradshaw just heaved it downfield. And, yeah, and went, I always thought it was a shoe, but when you look at it, you go, oh, yeah. It's a shoulder. It I, I'll, never forget, I'll never forget. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. And I was just literally like, like standing there like, I can't, can't believe it. We have oh. it here, Gary? Oh, Jesus, that's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. He just he literally just hit Stigley in the head. Well, you got to remember. Repeatedly. He, he was – you got to remember, Jack Tatum was a linebacker, and then when he got to the pros, they moved him to defensive back because yeah. he just wasn't big enough. Yeah. But think of Jack Lambert and Ham and those guys. They were skinny guys. Those guys were just big, big, tall, skinny guys that, that just knew how to crack you really good. <laughs> it was crazy. Ham was a kind of a big dude, as I recall. But anyway, so back to NSNG. I could do this all day. I know. I could too. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to do this. But too. Fitness Confidential is the podcast. What yeah. can people find? What What are you getting into there? Uh, we do five shows a week. It's been going on now for eight years. We, we we're past 1,500 shows. Wow. Uh, Gina Grad does the Sunday School Show with me for kids. Fantastic. Anna Vicino, who you love, love her cookbooks. G- What's come out of that podcast? You know, we get well north of a million downloads a month now on Good the five shows. Great. Anna Vocino has now done two cookbooks. She started her whole sideline career. And that's not even what, what Anna Vocino does for a living. Anna Vocino is one of the top voiceover specialists in this town. She, and, and she used to do a show, I forget what it's called now, that I love. Free liked. Radio. Free Radio, yeah. Uh, and we have her cookbooks out on our, in our kitchen all the time. We do too. Yeah. So do uh, I. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, you do too? We have them both. 
Yeah. They're called uh, Eat Happy is and, the original, and, and Eat, Eat Happy, Happy too. So, so are people going back to the no carb situation? It feels right. like that's kind of catching on a bit. Is it, is it more than? Yeah, I'm going to tell you I why it's it? catching on. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's catching on when Weight Watchers turns itself to WW, yeah, and then gets Oprah to sit there and go, Brad, oh my God, Brad, I love Brad. You can eat Brad, you can eat Brad. When you have the most famous woman in America, mm. American royalty yelling, I love Brad. Oh, I need I love Brad. That's trying to compensate for the- Yeah, and yeah. then Jillian Michaels, I don't know if you noticed since the beginning of the year, someone's footing her bills now where she's going, keto is a hoax, keto doesn't work. Keto. Whenever you, you know, all these- Top diets and ketos way at the bottom. Mm. You see, 10 years ago when I was yelling about this stuff, I was just considered a kook, right? And why not? It's like, oh, he's a charlatan. What's he pushing? That's why I kept all that free, right? Because I knew that if I was trying to sell something, people would go, oh, he's trying to sell something. Right. I just kept it all free just to get a message out there. Yeah. And it's taken off. And when you have one person that's in one. When you have two people, that's N1. But when you have a million N1 experiments and they're all showing you before and afters on the internet of losing two, a, three, four hundred pounds. It's a study group. It's now yeah. your own epidemiological study, yeah. the one thing I rail against. I, now, I, I noticed the, car, the carnivore guys are getting big, too. Yeah. Uh, I think Rogan's on a carnivore diet right now, too. And he, 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 he noticed all the stuff that I noticed immediately and, and, and questioned whether it was placebo, which is what I questioned, too, because it was striking. And that's what I'm kind of lost. That's what I was talking to you about. So. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny. Um, Rogan has never had me on the show. He's had everyone I've ever had on my show. Have you ever been on Rogan? No. You and me are the only two. Nina Tyshows, Gary Taubes. You, it's a who's who, is, who of who I broke on my show has been on his show. He won't have me. Weird. It's crazy, right? I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I, I, I don't care, but, you know, it's fine. But. Yeah, I love that he's trying this and that he's doing it. Let me ask this. Is there, 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 I read about something some time ago about something that's called the anabolic diet. You know what I'm talking about? It's mm, another diet. Do not. It's another whatever. But that one was advocating occasionally going on some carb weekends. Stop right there. No. No. You know, going back to Vince Lombardi, you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all of the time. Well, not only that, for me, carbs are like our heroin. Right. It, it, I, w- I would have to go through a full withdrawal again after a weekend of eating it. You know who was and, doing and I, that? I just dread that. I dread it. Adam, he, Adam, I was sitting in that chair right there. Mm. Here in the studio. I'm in the, in the same in Adam's studio. And he he never tells me anything off the air. He hits me on the air. Right? <laughs> of course. And he goes, uh, I was like, what? He goes, I'm gaining weight. And I'm doing, you know, I went off and I'm back on and, and I'm not losing weight and, and Kimmel and I got to be in a tuxedo and Oscars. And uh. uh-huh. and I said, so you're doing it 100% again. Yeah, man, I'm, re- I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm do-. And I'm like perplexed, right? He's yeah. catching me off guard. Yeah. And I was like, Gee, why couldn't he tell me this? I just so, did the same thing to you. No, but <laughs> when Adam does it, it's different, right? Yes. And then I started questioning him. And we, we went on with the podcast and he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, my daughter, Natalia, best name in the world. My daughter, Natalia, she loves chocolate pancakes on Sunday morning. I make her chocolate pancakes, and she takes two bites. So then and I finish him. He can't deal with the leftovers. Right. Now. He goes, I finish him. So I'm okay, I'm clocking that. And then I didn't say anything. He goes, yeah, you know, cousin Sal and Jimmy comes over, and we watch football on Sunday. 
And, uh, man, I just, you know, we had some ribs last week, and I must have had a case of beer by myself. Oh, boy. So I'm clocking that. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that that would be, see, for me, I would feel that that was a major breakdown. Right. Major. And he's looking at it as, ah, it's Sunday, and this is what I'm doing. No, no, no. So I let him go and go and go, and it turns out there's college football on Saturday, so I'm clocking all of this for the rest of the show, and I said, okay, Adam, let me explain to you what's happening. If you take one day out of the week, that's somewhere between four. I was doing a quick math. Fourteen and sixteen percent of your time, you're doing the wrong thing. Now, I would like to say that that's not so bad, but you mentioned chocolate pancakes and beer and ribs and extra Uncle bad things, Jimmy, yeah. and the whole thing. Yeah, all this bad stuff. Your body doesn't come back on Monday. Your body is struggling on Monday. On Tuesday, it's in flux. On Wednesday, it's starting to buy back in. On Thursday, it's going, okay, it's still a lot of asset going on. The fact that he didn't get <laughs> stones from this is just amazing. By Friday, he's back in. And what happens? College football on Saturday, he's right off. Right, right. And he goes, that, that's it? That's all I have to do? And I said, yeah. If you want to get rid of your fat face for the Oscars, just do that. Yeah. And he did. And he lost weight. Yeah. You know, that that's just the facts. You can't cheat. That's like it's uh, the other thing that I find hard a little bit is the the hidden sugars. They're hidden all over the damn place. Last count, I have I have a free uh download you could get PDF at vinnytotaries.com. It's it's completely free. It's not some kind of upcharge. Yeah. Last count, I think I had 65. Gary, you have it. Your wife has it downloaded. Somewhere between 65 and 70 different things that they can call sugar. Yeah. And let me explain something you know, even more insidious than that. You might see five things under the ingredients that's in a product, yeah. right? It'll yeah. say it'll say citrus, it'll say lemon juice concentrate, it'll say monk fruit this, it'll say uh natural flavors is another way to can hide it, and so on and so forth. And you'll say, Okay, why do they have to put five of those? Why couldn't they just put a little brown sugar? Right? Or right. something like that. The government, the FDA says that if you have 0.5 of anything, it's zero. Oh. So if you get six of 0.5 of something, now yeah, you have man. three grams of sugar that well, you I, don't even I, have to put I, in the collar. I, I try not to even read the labels anymore. I just try to stay away from stuff where I you know, shouldn't be. Uh, and it's things like, oh, that coleslaw is just vegetable and some mayonnaise. That should be good. But it tastes a little sweet. Yeah. It tastes a little sweet. I bet they put something in that. God damn it. If it's you from know. a restaurant, you can guarantee, yeah. even if the girl says, we make our dressings here, yeah. we make our man, doesn't matter. A restaurant needs you to come back. Right. You can't be one and done. <sighs> and, and if you're not craving that restaurant, you're not coming back. Yeah. God damn it. it that's, no. that's the part that, that I find frustrating. It's like, you know, things that I think are going to be, ah, we're making a proper selection. It's just enough to throw me off. It, it is. And going back to the one day a week thing. Yeah. If you walked in and said, Sue, listen, here's what we're going to do. One day a week, I'm going to cheat. Mm. I- I'm going to go sleep with another. Would that work? No. How quickly would your marriage be no. over with? No. Right. I, right. I get it. It, it doesn't work. In any, no, in, I get that. Yeah, you know, I have a friend that's an alcoholic. Look, on Sundays, no, all the I don't you want, want, it doesn't work. And I don't want to cheat. That's my thing. I don't right. want to because I feel so good not. Right. And, I, and I don't want to. But it leaks in. You know, it just has ways of getting and in. And when it does, and you mentioned carnivore diet. Mm. It's fine. Well, the reason I stuck to carnivore for a long time, it's just the easiest. That way I wouldn't get any sugars bleeding in. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. 
the problem with it is is too it, much gets, protein it gets a little a, boring too. Yeah, there's there's palate fatigue, and I and I get too hungry, and so I eat too yeah. much, eat too much meat. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's a tougher road to hoe. So Do so people still say that. Yes, and that's why I added the cheese in and tried a little more eggs and you know eating some more vegetables and stuff where I can. So you know, your coffee should look like this more often, just black. All right. Yeah, you know, just by the by. That's yeah. what I'll do. Thank you. Yeah. Vinny, always a pleasure. Uh, we could just go on another hour. <laughs> Drew, I, I look, I come in once a month. If you want to, whenever you want me in, All right. I shouldn't I'd... put you on a spot on your own show, but I'm here anyway. You're here once a month? Yeah, I come in once a month. I, I haven't missed a Corolla visit yet. He comes in once a month to do some of his business, and he also comes on the Corolla show. I, I, more importantly, I should come on with Adam, and we should have at it. That'd be interesting. Let, yeah, come I on love ACS. you doing That was so the original show. Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Adam. You so will, wait, when do you do ACS? Occasionally, but but I but we we do Adam and Drew. Like, yeah, when is on that Tuesdays one? usually? But but I, I'm going to come in onto ACS with you. Oh, good. That's what I'll do. Yeah, so. we we could just fight in front of Adam. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, okay, that'll work. Details. All right, man. It's really great to see you. Uh, VinnyTortorich.com, PureCoffeeClub.com, PureVitaminClub.com. Vitamin. Blu-ray, DVD on demand, Fat, a documentary, Amazon Prime. Check it out there. Fitness Confidential, available on Apple Podcasts and uh, the book Fitness Confidential. And follow Vinny on Twitter, at Vinny Tortorich. And that'll be that. Thank you, my friend. Thanks. Good to see you. See you next time. For calling times and topics, follow the show on Twitter at Dr. Drew Podcast. That's D-R-D-R-E-W Podcast. The music from today's episode can be found on the swinging sounds of the Dr. Drew Podcast, now available on iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show. The Dr. Drew Podcast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith. For more information, go to drdrew.com. All conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew Podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. Only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction. Nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com.